The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another episode of For the Love of Reiki. Thank you for joining us today. A big hello to the world. My wonderful guest today is Tracy Rossetti, and she is going to talk about we. This episode is Reiki, the gift of giving, and oh my goodness, that that just says so much. And so that's what we're going to focus on today, plus much more. And Tracy, thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, I'm very excited. Oh, I am too, and I'm very honored. I, I really appreciate you giving us your time and your expertise and your experiences. Well, I'm, Tracy, I'm happy to share them. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Tracy is a certified practitioner trained in Yasui Tibetan tradition, and she is also the author of the article, Reiki, The Gift of Giving. And let's begin, Tracy, with what brought you into Reiki, a little personal history, whatever you want to throw out there for us. Well, I, how about if I start um, with where I'm from? Um, I'm currently, uh, I live in northeast Pennsylvania uh, in an area, uh, a small suburb of the Wilkes-Barre-Scranton area. And I was born and raised here. Uh, aside from a few college summers and years away, I've always lived here. I was married here. Uh, I raised two beautiful children here. This is home. Oh. And uh, I have worked in administration and in the information technology technology field since about 1980. And I only found Reiki about three years ago. And I'd say that was in 2012. And by 2013, I was uh, a master practitioner, and do have plans to move on to become a master teacher. Uh, I have also been attuned to the seven sacred flames Reiki, uh, where the seven sacred flames are activated within the seven main chakras, and my Reiki teacher, William Voinar, will launch its meditative process publicly this spring at Mount Shasta in California. Um, It's a a very exciting process. process for him. He's been working on it for for some time, and I wish him the best of luck. He's a wonderful guy, and he's done wonders for me in my life. And I'm currently fantastic. helping him to co-write and edit his manual. And so that's part of what I'm, I'm doing now. Uh, I do have a full-time administrative job, but I also volunteer my services to run a free Reiki clinic for 
cancer survivors out of my local YMCA in the evenings. And in my free time, I write creatively and have recently published the article that you mentioned, The Gift of Giving, uh, in the Breaking News magazine, the fall issue of 2014. Uh, Writing has become my path and uh, my path to self-expression. It is also a way for me to deliver meaningful messages and life's lessons. And it's a creative outlet where I paint pictures, not unlike an artist paints a a picture, a portrait, um, where I create scenes and and visions. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Mm. So, Reiki... Uh, I'd say I mentioned three. It was about three years ago that I became involved with Reiki in a very low point in my life. It was kind of a tsunami of illness and death and conflict that struck my family, and it was a bit overwhelming. And I knew that I needed to find something or someone to help pull me out of my grief. Mm-hmm. And one day. I sat in front of the computer and fell into that vortex, that black hole of Internet surfing. And one search led to another, to another, to another, and so on, until Reiki suddenly percolated to the top. And I really didn't know what it was. I had heard of it, but I wasn't familiar with what it was all about. Mm -hmm. So my curiosity plunged me into the research mode. And the more I read, the more I felt drawn to it. And I knew I had, to, I had to have that experience. It was unlike anything I had ever done before. Um, and that's when I pursued it. Uh, Wonderful. So you researched and then went and had a session to try it out? Well, yes. What I did... Um, I, I would live in a, a region of Pennsylvania that's maybe not as progressive as some other areas of the country. So finding a Reiki practitioner was not an easy task. Um, I did finally find someone, and I pursued monthly treatments over about a six-month period. And I'd say with each session, I felt myself just gradually reconnecting to life. I felt better, was more peace, relaxed, less anxious. And I knew at that point that very moment when I was feeling better, that I wanted to share it with other people. And that was when I moved forward with my certifications. Mm-hmm. And by chance, I reconnected with a, uh, a friend and former employer who had started the Livestrong program at my local YMCA. And to explain a little bit about that program, the Livestrong is it's a holistically based wellness program for cancer survivors, and it's offered by many YMCA's across the country. Um, it's, its emphasis is more on the health of the individual as opposed to the disease of the individual. And I'd say three days after I contacted my friend, my offer to start a volunteer Reiki program there um, as an integral part of a Strong offering was a reality. It happened oh. so quickly, and the stars aligned. And I've been doing this now for about a year. How wonderful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can imagine the people that you've reached. Well, it's really 
quite amazing. Not, I, I've encountered incredible people, not just in the Reiki community, but also through my practice. Uh, the people I meet there, the people that I treat, have seen their lives flash before them. They have risen above extreme adversity, above their fears, and they re- reconnect. They try to reconnect with life a day at a time by rebuilding their emotional and physical strengths. And for me to be a part of their wellness regimen has rewarded me twofold. Mm-hmm. My gift to them gives back to me. And it's all about that giving that, you know, Reiki is, is yes. such a part of that. Yes. And really to be sought after week after week for comfort from by these people, to be given a heart-to-heart hug of appreciation, to witness a release of anxiety before your eyes, to see someone limp into a treatment room and walk out. Uh, yes. These are all gifts to me from them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, us as a practitioner, you know, the gifts to them and then what that does for us and for uh, our heart. It's incredible. It really oh. is. It has changed my life. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, oh, that. Yeah, I find that, um, you know, we, we say that what we give to others, we also give to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think when we initially, I know when I got involved in the treatment process of Reiki, um, I didn't expect it. It was a wonderful surprise. It was something I just didn't, to see these, these small miracles happen, just like I said, it changed my life. Yeah, yeah. It's really beyond words, isn't it? It's, it really is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it's hard unless you've experienced it. It's 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 hard to it's hard to put into words. Yes. Any little Reiki stories or experiences yes. you'd like to share with us? Of course. Um, I I'd say probably the most significant one was the one I wrote about in the Gift of Giving, and she was my very first solo treatment session, and. At, that was, again, at the YMCA and the Livestrong program. And she walked in uh, enthusiastic, but not really certain herself of what to expect. She was new to it. Um, I was kind of worried. I have that self-doubt thing. I'd never done it alone by myself. I didn't have my Reiki teacher there. I was worried that I wouldn't be able to channel the Reiki to my client's greatest good. That was my biggest fear. But when that session was over, she walked out with roses in her cheeks, a smile on her face, a thank you in her heart. And then I was speechless. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely speechless. And, you know, that was the first gift that I experienced through yes. this process. Another session I had, which is really quite the opposite, was a Doubting Thomas. i never forget she came in, and I could feel the negative energy that she brought into the room, into the treatment room. Yes. And I got a little nervous. 
<laughs> yes. Really. Uh, oh, she's you know she's going to debunk me. She's going to do something, devalue uh-huh. me. You know, and again that self doubt it, it just welled up in me. And she looked at me and said, you know, do I have to believe? Now she's not the only client who's ever asked me that. Um, people often ask me if they need to believe, and this is what I say: is no. You don't necessarily need to believe, but you do need to be open to the possibility of Reiki's healing power and its existence. Belief will come when you get results, and it does. And this woman walked in with knee pain and walked out pain-free. She arrived as a doubter and left a believer and returned for another treatment. (laughs) It was quite... It was incredible. Oh, I love it. Isn't that great? I love it. Yes, we yeah. see this over and over. Mm-hmm. And it just, I, I call someone that comes in having no idea and not even sure if they believe in it, you know, a newbie. Oh, mm-hmm. I have a newbie. I'm going excited. Oh, I love the newbies. Yes. I really do. I, I, I think that they get the most shocking reward. Yes. I think that their eyes open. And, uh, and I often say, oh, I'm sorry. this is great. You're, you're new to this. I love this. Yes. And, uh, yes. You're and right. I, you're right. It's mm-hmm. just... And um, I, there was one other uh, treatment that I, I did that, that really stands out. Uh, and it was my first distance Reiki treatment, which, again, a challenge to my self-confidence and uh, a, a challenge to my, my intuition. Um, it was a little disconcerting to treat someone who was 100 miles or more away and not touch them and not see them and still believe in my ability to deliver an effective session. And fortunately for me, she was an old friend of mine that I had reconnected with after 30-some years. And she was willing to put herself out there, but she, she had never had a Reiki experience before. And we decided to barter. And she's an artist, and she she offered to paint a picture of one of my my favorite childhood photographs that I'd had out on Facebook. Oh. And uh, so I gave her eight Reiki sessions in exchange for the painting. And was the most incredible two months I spent with her. Uh, the first treatment we, well, as a rule, what we would do is have an hour treatment, and then we would recap on the phone. And after the first treatment, I was in complete shock because she she talked about what she felt, and she felt the Reiki in the areas that I was concentrating on. Mm-hmm. And... It, it boosted my my self confidence. Certainly, yes. um, it, it wiped away that doubt. Uh, and she she had two torn tendons, one in an ankle, one in a wrist, and she'd had surgery for another torn tendon in her other ankle. And after several treatments, having been a triathlete. She began walking again because she had stopped walking. If 
for exercise. And she's a potter as well as a painter. And her pottery wheel started spinning again. Oh. And I, I could tell she was calmer. And I didn't feel the knots that I had felt in her energy field. Yes. And yes. she is, and to say she's so much better. She's just so, so much better. Yeah, she she was filled up with that positive energy and that love, and uh-huh. it just made her bloom. Oh, that is just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, yeah. so those are really the three, the three experiences, Reiki experiences that jump at me. Excellent. And, uh, oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. And we are going to take a moment here, Tracy, and we're going to take a commercial break. So when we come back, everyone, we'll have Tracy share with us a little bit about her poetry writings, her Susian verses, and, and the fun and inspiration she has with those. So we will be back in just a few minutes. Thank you. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. 
I am Paula Vale, your host of For the Love of Reiki, and I have with me today Tracy Rossetti, and we are talking about Reiki, the gift of giving, and that just says so much because it gives so much to the practitioner and to the receiver. It's Mm -hmm. beyond words. I would like to take a moment real quick to answer a question of one of our listeners, And this came to me, um, email from Jane. And Jane said, Paula, I am a level three practitioner. I have been for quite a while. And I'm struggling with if I want to go up to a master level. I really, I love my Reiki. I love giving my Reiki and what it's done for me. But I am not feeling the urge to teach So does that mean I shouldn't become a master? Well, Jane, personally, I know and I've known for years many Reiki practitioners that are master level, but they really don't want to teach. And But they became a master level because you can go to that higher level. You can learn those new symbols. You can strengthen your energy and just expand yourself you don't have to teach if if that's not what you're feeling that you want to do. And what I tell all my students is just listen to your intuition. Let Source speak to you and just go with, with what resides in your heart. So yes, if, if you'd like to move up to master level, that does not mean you have to be a teacher. And you may decide down the road that you want to be. But yeah, so... Yeah, just kind of listen to your intuition and listen to source. And thank you, Jane, for writing in. Um, I love hearing from everyone. And let's get back to Tracy. Tracy, um, I I have read some of your beautiful creative poetry, your slices of life posts mm-hmm. and uh, your topsy-turvy weekly. So please tell us a little bit about that why you you began doing that, and please share one of those with us. Oh, I'd be happy to. Um, I was, uh, years ago, I won't reveal how long ago, (laughs) (laughs) but it was years ago, um, I was an English major in college, and really as an English major, I wrote essentially essays and research papers, um, a little bit drier, than what I do now. Uh, Probably what I have discovered about my writing is one of the most uh, interesting benefits. I really feel that Reiki has opened this door for me, this creative door. Uh, I would say in college I was kind of a, I was a bit of a failure as a creative writer. Um, I had a very, very difficult time letting go, and I never felt like I created anything that meant something, that had a a message, that painted a real picture. And I struggled. I really struggled with it. It was much easier for me to open a a textbook or uh, a reference manual and, and write facts and figures and information. But I would say that in, on my Reiki journey, and during that low point in my life, I found my writing to be my outlet. 
and I really started with um, kind of emotional swirling journals, and they evolved into slices of life. Uh, they became my outlet, my venting, uh, and it helped me grow as a person. And eventually, these swirling emotional stews that I'd been writing that evolved to many short stories were punctuated by self-deprecating humor and messages. They became shorter and less, less emotional, mm-hmm. I mean, in a confusing way. I mean, I understood what I wrote, but I don't know that my, my readers necessarily understood. Uh, I, I did this for eventing. I did this to make friends with my demons. And eventually those stories became slices of, of life that I felt others could relate to in some fashion. Yes. And I found my comfort zone where I could express what others are often afraid to say. And it has opened a door for me uh, to an explosion of creativity, uh, insight. Uh, I often feel my heart race when I write. I get excited. Um, I love it. I really That's love fantastic. it. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And often, what spills from my keyboard, I can't believe, spills from my keyboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will often start with a scene or a vision. And I just let it flow. And I don't always know where it's going. And I don't always know where it's going to end up. And I really sometimes don't even pull the words together until the very end. Yes. And yes. Uh, it, it has opened... Uh, it has, it's leading me somewhere, I guess is what I want to say. I don't know where yet, but I'm hoping that I'll be able to do more with it. Um, right now, I, I have begun writing, experimenting with a different venue, which are my Susan tales. And they're crazy, and they're funny. Um, they began with a fun and funny exchange I had with a, a, a grade school friend who I'd been, out of, again, out of touch with. And we were on Facebook, and we had this kind of crazy banter back and forth and had a lot of fun with it. And I thought, you know, that's great. It's familiar. It's, it was a childhood thing. I loved Dr. Seuss as a child. Mm-hmm. I, I want to try it. So I started writing, and I started writing small stories. I created small characters, Seussian-like characters, um, but always with an adult message. And there's always a conflict with the character. Um, there's a lot of movement. There's a lot of color, and you know, I, I I hope that they bring smiles to people's faces, and give them a lesson to learn, or reinforce something that they feel um, themselves. Uh, let them know they're not out there alone, and it oh, it fills it fills a void for me when I do it. Yes, yes. So it's it's something fulfilling for you, and it's a gift for us. That's a and my writing changed too because originally my writing was for me, and now I write for other people. It's evolved in that fashion. So, what was a gift to myself is now a gift to other people. Oh, 
beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And currently, I've, I've been, I, the holidays got a little crazy, but I've been writing these, these tales. It started out daily. I would post on Facebook. And now I'm, I'm doing uh, just about one, one a week. And uh, it just, I feel if I don't do it, that I've missed something. Yeah. <laughs> I do this. Uh, I'm hoping to do more with it, um, maybe on a professional level. Um, and I, I can't wait, really, to share. Yeah, perhaps someday you'll have a whole book. I am maybe going yes. in that direction. <laughs> yes, I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so... This is, you know, it's it's something again that that Reiki. I caught that that Reiki. I'll say my Reiki wave, you know, about about three years ago, and I, it hasn't stopped. It is just going, moving forward, and it's it's with me every minute. It's become a way of life, um, and I I don't think that I could be doing what I'm doing now without it. Mm-hmm. It's it's like once you begin that that Reiki road, you uh-huh. know, you, you start up that it's life changing, and it it just continues to just go higher. It does. It's, it absolutely does. And uh, you know, I it it's quite remarkable. I I was on uh, my word office. Word and putting, you know, typing in some some prose and and I looked. I thought, you know, I'm curious. How many words am I writing now? In a two month period, I wrote eighteen thousand words of Susie and Tail. Wow! And I I didn't realize that I had been writing that much. Every free minute I had, I was writing, and that was the the inspiration was really. It's kind of overwhelming. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I know that this can do and does do similar things for other people. And yes. for, for those people out there who have not tried Reiki, um, mm. have not been treated, or uh, it, I do not lie. <laughs> this is something that can benefit everyone. It's available to everyone. Um, you don't have to be a special case for it to affect you and to heal you because it is a healing energy. It heals on all levels, and uh, that's, you know, the other thing I found, too. You know, I'm feeling physically pretty good. I mean, I, I had back issues, which I really don't have anymore. Um, you know, I, I think I'm clear. I have clear head. Uh, I have a clear vision for my life, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I kind of put this all into words and hope to share it with people. Yes, and you, what you share, you can put into words where the readers it may bring something to light that that they needed to hear, but they didn't know how to find the words, and well, you're giving them those words. Absolutely. And sometimes it reinforces something that they already know. And like you said, don't know how to put into words, but it's kind of an aha moment. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, those aha moments are moments that we take to heart and we remember. And yes. we carry them with us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is turning to be, you know, an avenue for you to give to yourself, but to give to everyone out there. I think that's absolutely tremendous. Mm. I love and, doing it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's going to be so wonderful to watch where this this journey takes you, this road. It's just very exciting. It is very exciting. I, 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 I agree. So what what brought the the term topsy turvy just because life is topsy turvy and well topsy turvy I think that. when we have um, turbulence and on our emotional turbulence uh, like I like me when I had my down period in my life I was kind of a swirling head case I had emotions flipping and flopping and flying all over the place inside my head. Um, it affected everything I did. And my life was topsy-turvy. It was turned upside down, absolutely upside down. And that's where that topsy-turvy came from, That the one that, that I had sent you before. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I wrote about that, I, I uh, really was hoping that I could deliver a message that, you know, in the, our topsy-turvy lives, we can find peace. There is a way out, and it's, you know, looking within. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, and then the one that I, I hope to share with you is, is what I call the key. Um, and I would love to read it, if, uh, if that would be agreeable to you. I love that idea, and, mm-hmm. and that's, that's one of my favorites. I think everyone will really enjoy that. We're going to go to commercial in about two minutes here, so why don't we start um, our next get-together with that? Okay, that so, would be terrific. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone is really going to enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And perhaps share with, with everyone right now um, your website or any information that they can get involved with this? Well, you know, right now I don't have a website. Okay. Uh, I am on Facebook. Um, you can search me out uh, by Tracy Rossetti. Um, I also welcome emails, uh, Tracy Rossetti at hotmail.com. Anybody wants to get on my email, but I do do an email blast uh, in addition to my Facebook uh, postings. Oh, fun. Email blast. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. Um, you know, it's a short list. I don't I don't have a lot of... I, I think I reach more people on Facebook. You know, Facebook was a new discovery for me. Um, I, you know, I have kids, and they're the look-up generation. They're always, they always have their faces and their electronics, and yes. you just want them to look up sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I really, I really fought... Even though I'm an IT person, I have an IT background, I really fought getting involved with Facebook. And then the moment I did, it was a roller coaster ride. I just, it took off. And the people that you reach and the connections that you can make are really quite incredible. And I feel that my postings reach 
many people who are just voyeurs, but I know they're out there, and I know they read. Uh, yeah. There are people who just do alike, and there are people who comment. When, you know, I've had someone ask to use uh, one of my, my, my tales in her classroom. Um, it happened to, she, she teaches, I believe she's in the elementary Level. What a great idea! And it was a, it was about relating to other people, people who are mm-hmm. different than you, and you know all the you know the bullying that goes on today, and and all that. Yes. I, I think she she wanted to deliver a message in the beginning of her of her school year to her students. She said she often does this, and they talk about you know tr- how to treat other people. That oh, and, I love that. Uh-huh. You know, sharing that with her students that uh-huh. is. A fantastic idea. Well, yeah. we are going to um, take a quick break, everyone. We will be back in just a minute, and we're going to hear a little bit more. Okay, thank you. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife, beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone. This healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Reiki, the Gift of Giving. 
uh, Paula Vale again, your host of For the Love of Reiki, and Tracy Rossetti is here with me today, and she was just sharing some information about her her poetry, her little topsy-turvy weekly that she writes, and she has some beautiful stories, and she's promised to read one of those to us. Mm-hmm. Hi, Tracy. Hello. We're excited. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yes, yes. Uh, okay, now this one I, I call The Key. The Key. And it it does have a Susian character. It has a little motion in it. It has some humor, some ridiculousness, and it does, I think, have a great message, um, which speaks really to self-doubt and self-confidence and believing in yourself, which is pertinent to me in my life as well. Mm-hmm. So. Beautiful. Okay. I'll call it the key. I was reviewing my day and the feelings I had. And I admit I felt depressed just a tad. I had trouble deciding what to do with my day, and my thoughts started turning grayer than gray. It was one of those days when your mind's in a fog, and I wandered about and got lost in a bog. The swamp was so damp and smoggy and cold, and the black of the night was about to take hold. It was then that I noticed in the evening light that the moon had risen with a glow so bright It hung from the stars like a shiny ornament. Its size was so large and disproportionate to the celestial bodies that glimmered out there, and it sent out its light like the flame from a flare. The air became cold like the change of the season, like from summer to fall, not like mid-season. There was a howl in the wind, a musty scent in the air, and a very strange feeling that really gave me a scare. And then there appeared in a puff of blue smoke a green frog who was wearing a jewel-studded coat. On his head he wore earmuffs, not a crown like you'd think. They were fluffy and dark like the coat of a mink. When he smiled, he showed a full set of teeth. All were gold on the outside and silver beneath. I I swore that my eyes must have been crossed or certainly affected by the cold of Jack Frost. A frog with choppers? How could that be? Maybe he bought them or just got them for free. Around his thick neck, he wore a gold key, but what it unlocked was a mystery to me. He stood on two legs in the strangest of ways and opened his mouth wide to utter a phrase. Ribbit, he croaked. Ribbit, ribbit, I say. But I could not understand a single thing that he'd say. It all sounded exactly the same to me. Then he slowly bowed down and bent on one knee. It was then that I knew what he was trying to say. Take this key from my neck, and I'll show you the way. How I managed to know that Ribbit meant that. I had not the words to match tit for tat. It was a gesture he made that said what to do, and his intentions were good. This I knew. So I took the chain with the key at its end and waited for his movements to portend the next thing to do, the next step to take, and I sensed it would not be for his sake. His bulging eyeballs blinked once, then twice, and they shifted left to right as if to entice. 
me to follow him wherever he went. And again, I knew just what he meant. So off we went first with his hop, then my step, our gates resembling the Texas two-step. In the end, we landed at my very own door, and I stood there wondering what we were there for. Approaching my own house had been quite a shock. Why were we there? What could we possibly unlock? He stared at me strangely, and then I knew exactly what he wanted me to do. I opened the door and waved him in, anxious to know what waited within. I set two places at the table for tea, and we both sat down, and for the life of me, I didn't know why I sat there with him. If anyone saw me, they would think I was dim. There I was, having nighttime tea with a frog, and I was thinking I'd really rather have grog. This was crazy. This was nuts and certifiably insane, and nothing was happening. There was nothing to gain. And I groped for the key that I'd hung round my neck. It was gone. I must have lost it on our trek. Suddenly he huffed and puffed up his craw, and when I looked over at him, it was then that I saw the gold key appear at the base of his jaw. He looked straight at me. He looked me straight in the eye. I worried he was trying to be a tough guy. And he was. He was because he set me straight with thoughts that forced me to interrelate with myself, of all people, of all places and things. He wanted me to learn how to spread my own wings. You see, I sat at the table in complete solitude, and he spared me any and all platitudes because there was no real frog sitting at the table. His existence was in my mind, just a mere fable. My confusion and sadness had led me to madness that led me to learn how to create my own gladness. There was no gold key that opened a door, or a box, or a chest, or even a drawer. With no one else, within no one else, the key was only in me. My happiness was my responsibility. I imagined my friend and then could interrelate. Now I needed only to actuate. The actions I needed to move into the zone where I'd locate my talents and not feel alone. He let out a great croak that rattled the roof, and then he was gone with a burp and a poof. Without saying farewell, he had left in a hurry. The whole experience had left my memory quite blurry. What I did remember was what I needed to do. Without a gold key, I would surely pull through. I stood up to clear my single cup from the table, and when I looked down, I knew I was able to believe in myself and my ability, because left on his chair was a single gold key. That is so fun. And <laughs> they, they are it, fun. It's really such a do. message. It is mm-hmm. such a message, Tracy. Yeah. Well, that frog is that little voice in our mind. Yes. That we we listen to, or we don't listen to. Some of us don't listen. It's that in, intuitive element, and uh, that key is is inside all of us. Yeah, and it, it's so easy to forget that and be chasing it. Everywhere else, when Absolutely. really it's right inside. Absolutely. Correct. We just we, we need to learn to look within, because often that's where our answers are. Yes. That, 
That is just beautiful. Well, oh, thank my you. goodness. And thank the poetry. You. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. Oh, it's fun. It mm-hmm. is fun. Mm-hmm. I-, I want to read them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll put you on my list. <laughs> oh, I would love that, Tracy. I would okay. love that. Oh, inspiring. And so are you just going along and, and things come to you and you make notes or do you and sit down and say, I'm I usually gonna... sit down. I have, I usually start with a scene in my mind, sometimes funny, sometimes crazy. Um, it, it might even be inspired by a bad day. Mm-hmm. And I'm searching that day for an answer. And I might come up with a character or a scene. And I just start writing, and it just flows, and I really can't explain it. It just comes out of me. And I'll get a base skeletal story down, and then I'll go back and punctuate, you know, insert new sentences, or maybe something isn't quite clear. And But I, like I said before, I just, sometimes I just don't know where they're going. It happens. And, uh... Like I'm, I'm connecting with that spiritual realm that is kind of guiding me. Yes, that is mm-hmm. that is beautiful. Source is talking through you. Absolutely, oh mm-hmm. that's what I feel. How fun, Tracy, yes. and, and what a gift to us! Uh, My goodness. Well, I'm happy to share. Yes, yes, and if anyone's interested in. Um, reading more, getting on your list. Um, they can check you out. I know you've given them your information, and that mm-hmm. will also be on the show description, everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd like to ask, because it really kind of uh, tweaked my curiosity a little bit when you talked about the seven sacred flames, Reiki, mm-hmm. that manual that, that I know is in the workings. Can you just give us a little touch on on what that is? Well, um, my my Reiki teacher is launching this meditative process um, in the spring at Mount Shasta in California. She's going on retreat there. And what the process is, it's a, it's a very deep meditation. Um, it's quite involved. He's been working on it oh, for quite some time. Uh, it's it's been a real calling for him, and with it, there's an attunement that activates the seven sacred flames within seven chakras, the seven main chakras in our bodies, and it's very powerful. Um, I have been attuned. I've been one of the lucky ones to be one of the first people to be attuned. Um, he's only had a handful. You know, he's worked with several people on this, um, you know, kind of testing it and, and you know, vamping it, revamping. And and uh, he's very excited about it. He's very devoted to it. And I think he's going to do wonderful things with it. That sounds um, fantastic. I will if be watching your Facebook If anybody is all interested, page. again, they can contact uh-huh. me at hotmail.com and I can put them in touch with... Uh, Anthony Voynor is his name, and I'm sure that he would be more than happy to answer any questions. Um, and, you know, if people are interested in becoming involved with it, that yes. is something that I'm certain he'll be moving forward with. 
Mm -hmm. Um, It won't end with his retreat. Mm-hmm. Very exciting, a new, yes. new, new something for us. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're down to just a, a few more minutes, Tracy. Is there any thoughts, um, last thoughts that you'd like to give the audience today? Well, I, I hope that uh, everybody enjoyed listening as much as I enjoyed sharing. Um, I'd also <clears throat> like to say that. Trusting yourself, believing in yourself, um, setting your intentions and sticking to your intentions and, you know, having the confidence in what you do and letting go will reward you with surprises that you might never have thought possible. Uh, it's that key that's when, within each one of us. And we need to look inside to find it. And we, we need not to be fearful for it, about it. Let go, trust yourself, look within, and the answers will come. Trust and the answers will come. Oh, mm-hmm. that is beautiful. That is beautiful. Oh, you are an inspiration and, and you are a gift. You are a gift. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's... Is I, I am just so grateful for the beautiful pe- people I'm I'm meeting, you know, through being guests and all the beautiful listeners I hear from and, and all the people out there. Aren't we wonderful to be able to connect with them? And uh, it's, it's all about the connection. It is. It really it is. about that universal connection. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it just doesn't get better than this. And I'm so appreciative of you being on the show, Tracy. Well, thank you very much for having me, and it, it has been an extreme pleasure and an honor. And I, I'm so happy that, that you found me. Oh, me too. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. And to our listeners out there, thank you again. I appreciate everyone listening. Uh, we just love sharing this information and these messages and in, experiences and we will see you again next week and so hugs and blessings around the world thank you tracy thank you paula you're welcome thank you again for tuning into for the love of reiki please join your host paula vale again next wednesday at 2 p.m eastern time 11 a.m pacific time on the voice america health and wellness channel to learn more about your better health thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america health and wellness channel For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 